Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Season's greetings and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Alley. I am J.P. Mosier. And we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you what makes them great, why we think they're awesome, and why you should too. J.P., how you doing man, today, man? Man, I am doing fantastic. And guys, we're back. Your three favorite musketeers. Come on. We got Rob, J.P., and David McKee Bar. Let's we go. go. There here it is. There he is. we go. Let's be honest. We're more like the three amigos than the Three Musketeers. Have That's y'all seen fair. the Three Amigos yeah, with sure. Steve Martin, Chevy Have Chase, I seen it? and Martin Short? Okay. okay. I never realized there's two Martins in there. I misremember the my real life events with mo- moments <laughs> from the movie because that's how integral to my childhood. Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, we're going to write I down. I still call my dad uh, El Guapo. El Guapo. Oh, no. That's awesome. Okay, let's. Uh, we do takes when we're with Dave. Okay, yeah. Um, Dave, do you want to go first? Yeah, do you want to go second? You want to go third? We'll let you pick. Um, Rob, you can close it. I'll go first because okay. you guys okay. probably have some smart way to pull it all together. No. I just noticed the other day that if you listen to "Pour Some Sugar on Me" by okay. Def Leppard, the cadence of the verses is one of the most pleasant, ear satisfying cadences. Now that's the okay. trick. No, it's not the melody. Okay. But just okay. And knowing Mutt Lang, you know that took hours for them. Yeah. He was like, no, it's gotta feel more Mutt Lang tie in. That's true. Yeah, look at this. That's good. But it came on when I was in Target the other day and I I was like sitting there and he was like, Everything okay? I was like, shh, give me a minute. I was like, no, that is amazing. Like listening to it. That's great. It's really cool. The way they pocket it is really cool. Man, yeah, that's great. It's almost got that same, it's it's almost like a slowed down version of like early 80s rap. Yes. It's got that same sort of yes, yes. Well, Sugar in the, Hill in the, in kind the tar- of cheerleadery. Yeah. In the Target speakers, it's not like you can really be critical of the mix, so you're going to hear cadence. So <laughs> that's that all makes sense. That's all like, the sibilance. That's, that's yeah. good. I love it. <laughs> Um, okay, my take, um, stupid, the stupidest take I've ever done, but here we go. I love it. 1989 was the best TV pilot series starts. So, and I'm going to tell you why and I'm going to tie it in musically. Okay, wow. So here's what started in pilots in 89. Okay. Saved by the Bell, Seinfeld, Family Matters, Jeez. Simpsons, Coach, Doogie Howser, Hey Dude, just throw that in there, <laughs> Cops, Major Dad. Okay, so there's a <laughs> major dad. I know, whatever. Okay. But the best Opening song and music isn't in any of those. This is just for this is the dumbest thing ever. Toss me that. Uh, it is the McGee and Me soundtrack. Oh my god! Y'all late eighties, early nineties Christian kids. Do you know what McGee and Me oh, is? Do I know? Oh, McGee dude, is. let's hear a little of the McGee and Me opening because I have this guy that does this music. This is this is good. This is this is the stupidest thing ever. But there's I don't get enough McGee and Me references in my life. <laughs> That's right. I heard this the other day. Somebody just heard that and just had like a it's listening right now and had like an emotional reaction yep. that didn't right. know why. Right. Like they, triggered some trauma. Yep. Dude, I'm just gonna jump ahead because it's like three minutes. We don't know. Not need to, to be three. confused with Mac and Me. Yes. Oh, which is different. Mac and Me. What is Mac and Me? It's with a little puppet. alien and a kid like oh, falls yeah. off a cliff or something. But this is McGee and Me? This is McGee and Me. 
Really? It, it'll come. Wait for it. When the when the hook hits. This is still just intro. Oh man, it's so long. Sorry everybody. But anyway, there's songs all the way through this that are so good. Um anyway. I could go through the list of songs, but that's for another day. And I was going to do a Stump the Genius. Is this an 80s power ballad, or is this a McGee and Me song? Wow. Oh, there it is. Dude, love it. That's it right there. So that's my, that is my take. I love this. This brings back all the feels. 89. Guitar solo. Oh. Anyway. I was going to say, that's a nice little moment. So there's tasty stuff like this all wow. the way through. Anyway. Let's just day. cover that song instead. <laughs> Have y'all ever heard the Pokemon theme song? No. Yeah. It is dope. crazy musical. <laughs> yes. Is it good? My yes. kids are like way into Pokemon right now. Yeah. And it came on the other day and I like leaned my head around. I was like, play that again? I was like, whoa. There's <laughs> like all thing? these pseudo key changes. And yep. it's That's really wild. cool. All right. Uh, so, interestingly enough, I also have a McGee and Me hot take. No. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. No, but I am going to play. Something floored me the other day. I was playing at a wedding and just listening through. I was playing guitar and practicing some music. And um, listening to one of the tracks was The Way You Make Me Feel by Michael Jackson, a song okay. we all know, we yeah. all love. And I noticed something I've never noticed before. And I think it bears out in the left side, for sure, on like the second verse. I'm going to play it for you, Okay. Listen, and I'm just going to say two words, and you see if you agree with me, okay? Okay. Left side. Yeah. Okay, listen. Jaw harp. Do. Yeah, yes, it's definitely, but it's oh like, my oh my gosh. That's amazing. What in the world? That's good. Who, why, why? That's awesome. That's so cool. That's, that's like, fine. That's fine to the day. Right <laughs> Quincy there. Jones was like, you know, <sighs> give me a second, needs. Michael. Let me make a call. It's it's There's missing. one more thing we're missing. That's yeah. right. There's a certain bounce that I'm missing. <laughs> but I want the one whole day. band in the room, like just to watch. <laughs> Like just to feel the vibe. Yeah. Now here's what I gotta know. Here's what I gotta know. We, I've got to find the album credits and see who's listed as like additional percussion or something. Yeah. Because that means they. You know what it sounds like to me? Real talk. It sounds like a keyboard they put through an envelope filter that they're just going. You think? Oh, and just check you. Oh yeah. Could be. That's not as fun. That's not as fun, though. In my brain forever, it's always going to be a jaw harp. That's great. It would be, you would have, it would be like the biggest hack ever if you Uh dug deep enough and found in the credits that nobody has ever talked about, like some guys playing. There's some guy they've exiled that's like, he's like, I play jaw harp. And they're like, get him out of here. Silence. Done. Done. Yeah, you signed an NDA about this. That's great. That's great. All right, there we go. That's, 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 that's awesome. That's, that's well done. Okay, <laughs> now let's talk about the song that we're really here to talk wow, about. Wow, we haven't even gotten into it yet. Okay, this, oh gosh, this is one of those all-time just makes you feel so good songs. Perfect song for the three of us to do together, um, and it's going to lead to some really fun conversations. So let's dig in. From the 1993 
Three Musketeers emotional uh, emotional original motion picture soundtrack. <laughs> this is All for Love by Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting. When it's love you so much to talk about this. Where are we going to start? From the 1993 Three Musketeers original motion picture soundtrack, that is All for Love by Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting, written by Brian Adams, Michael Kamen, and Robert John Mutt Lang. Um, we talked recently, well, not too recently now, I guess, about Mutt Lang and his production credits. We talked about him before with Brian Adams for the Robin Hood uh, Prince of Thieves soundtrack. All that stuff. We're going to get into a little Michael Kamen today. I know, Dave, you've done a Michael Kamen deep dive recently, so mm-hmm. uh, I know you're on some Michael Kamen stuff. I can't wait to hear it. Um, this It's almost easier to list where this song didn't go number one as oh, wow. to where, where it did. It was number one in the U.S., Australia, Austria, Canada, Denmark, the Europe Euro chart, which I've literally never seen on anything before, um, Finland, Germany, Ireland, Italy, uh, uh, Norway, Poland, Sweden, and Switzerland. Good night. It was number two in the UK. No. Number two in the what UK. What was number one? I'm going to play you the song. It's Jaw Harp Guy. That kept this from going number one. Uh, it is called Things Can Only Get Better mm. by, I think it's, I don't know if it's Dream. It's D colon R E A M, all caps. So I assume it's Dream or D Ream. Surely not. But do you know this song? No. Me neither. I'm thinking of dun 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 dun. This is not that, right? This no. Yeah. Things can only get better. This is things can only get better by Dream. You can walk my path. You can what? Walk my path. You can. You can wipe my what now? Land a tug like me and be an angel too. That Brett Michaels lead voice. Oh my gosh. You ain't never gonna feel this. It's called something to believe in. You ain't never gonna know me. This. But I know you. I'm singing in our things. 
Just wait for it. I'm going to say this again while we wait for the beat to drop. This song <laughs> kept All for Love by Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting from the top spot in the UK. And that's only, that's only going to get more disappointing as we go on. Oh, no. I know it's about to happen. I knew that was about to happen. I knew that was about to happen. Anyway. What in the world? You just hear really low and suck it, Sting. <laughs> suck it, Rod. <laughs> suck it, Brian. So this song was number one in the UK for at least a month solid. Goodness I went back gracious. and looked at the charts for at least a solid month, keeping All for Love and Breathe Again by Tony Braxton from Dang. reaching number one. It was finally knocked off the top spot by Mariah Carey's Without You, okay. a.k.a. Ken Lee. Ken Lee. Um, so. <laughs> Ken Lee. Without <laughs> you. <laughs> All for one, uh, I'm sorry, all, all for love, uh, was number one in the U.S. for three weeks until it was knocked off by The Power of Love by Celine Dion. Okay. So, Power at, of Love. At least those songs are known. At least they belong in the same stratosphere. Uh, yeah. uh, sorry, D Ream. D- or Dream. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm just always shocked at these things by yeah. the. the it's we. I, I essentially think of British people as my cousin, you know? And I assume that my cousins know the same songs that I do. <laughs> yeah. But it's just sometimes not true. Yeah. Like, there's just one well, two, it's two-thirds English. So you would think that they'd even be more behind that song. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, true. Sting and Rod Stewart, and then both from the UK. Brian from Canada. Who's, yeah, like, Brian. on the way to England for but, us. Sort yeah, of. I mean, yeah. They're, you know, uh, uh, they sing God Save the Queen in Canada, too. But, so, like, what's the deal? Yeah, it's but That is so number interesting. Two. Behind that, it's not like, you know. Can you imagine like, the radio, oh. like, uh, person who is working for Atlantic or whoever's like, <laughs> hey, just checking in tonight. Want to bump it, make sure we're bumping it up to number one this week. They're like, um, believe it or not, Dream's going to be. They're like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. What's that? You're telling me Sting, Rod Stewart, and Brian Adams can't beat out Dream. He still works at a video store. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like we've got. <laughs> Superman, Batman, and yes. Aquaman. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're like, "No, we got Plastic Man. We're, it's cool. We got it." You know? Oh, we, we're good on Plastic Man. Oh I my god! I don't understand. That's wild. Uh, let's see. I have just a few listening notes. Um, I just want to say, first of all, the drums on this song are which is one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. Right? I mean, um, the, the the tone, the playing, the everything about the drums is. Perfect. Even the reverb, every every single bit of one of my favorite. The uh, before the first chorus, uh, from the hurt and the pain, yeah, hey, bum, but changed my life. The yeah and, and the, the hey, hey is yeah. boy, that, that's good. Yeah. yeah, hey, with the snare hit, yeah, that did it for me. I think that was when I came of age. I think that <laughs> yeah, was yeah, when yeah. I was like, that's when you became a man. Yeah, that was that, that made me a man for sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. The way that the way that all for one starts with all three of them on the top on the note, high note, then two the of them t- come the down, and then one and comes stays, down to the bottom note yeah, okay. with Sting, yeah, Sting staying up top, staying there. That is that. Come on, that get, that gets my heart. That had to be mutt. It had to be mutt. Yeah. So did you call. hear that uh, Sting didn't even know Rod Stewart was going to be on the song? No. Yeah, it was when they put it together. He thought it was a duet. He thought it was a duet. He thought it was just him and, him and Brian. 
And then they're like, oh, yeah, we got this other part, and it's going to be Rod Stewart. And he's like, what? Like, yeah, but, <laughs> Why? Yeah. They're kind of, you know, the, the, the thing about this song to me is I, I, I think you would be really hard-pressed to find three vo- voices to me that are more like icon it's like the greatest hits of white male singers yeah i mean leaving out maybe like a michael bolton or whatever but but especially around it's like a color wheel like this is not orange and blue this is like all of the iterations of like red <laughs> yeah you know what i mean so it's not so if you had michael bolton it's too much good. of a timbre change uh-huh. these three guys are literally a click off of that's each good. other yeah that's good. and so it's so funny when they sing together because in the crayola box they're all in the same they're section. all in the same that's section great. i love that we <laughs> got so, magenta yes. we got freaking yeah, yeah. Well, no blues <laughs> yeah. that's right it's no, like magenta red and then sunrise like, or whatever. Sun, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and, and so when I they when they sing together it fascinates me because i'm like they really are all iterations of on the on a theme that's great or variation on a theme but it's the same theme it's yeah. like but i think that's why it works and to me i don't know if there are three more sort of iconic voices that could have been together no not well, at that moment well my favorite and i've said this on the pot so this isn't just for this episode but my favorite vocal live performance i've ever seen we'll just say present company excluded with dave barnes at the ramen but <laughs> sure. was uh brian adams in knoxville at the bijou it was oh my god it was the it was him and a piano player and it was the best vocal performance i've yeah, ever seen he's he's, he's number incredible. one incredible here's the other fun fact to me this is one of my favorite things about this song is these three guys are also and i would add phil collins to this group they they are the four horsemen of the i bet you didn't realize how high the keys are in that they sing. <laughs> no yeah, kidding. those good. four guys are consistently like any dude out there try to sing along with this song i think yeah. it's an e or it's an e flat d sharp i think yeah i don't even but know. it's but it's way the heck up there yeah. way the heck up there and you start singing as a dude and you're like oh <clears throat> <laughs> i mean it is in all of their songs, you like that. Phil Collins to me is kind of the goat of that. Like you think you're like, oh, because they all have that really tricky, raspy voice. Mm-hmm. You know, Brian Adams again. Yeah, they're all this way. Like you hear me, you're like, oh, those guys smoke all the time. It's got to be baritones, <laughs> and they are like tip top tenors. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, and so it's crazy listening to it. You try singing along as a dude, and you're like, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if this is if this is an E flat, then I that means the, I think it's in D. I don't quite think it's okay. An e so flat. one of that we're right there. But, oh, it is in D. It is yeah, in D. I think it's I played a D. along for a second. I'm at home. pretty sure. So that means that top note, the first note of the chorus, is a B. Is a B. A B it's yeah. way. And they're yeah. all hitting it. Yeah. All of them. All three of them. No yeah. problem. No big deal. And Brian Adams is kind of a youngster, if you want to think about it at the time. Yeah. He's like the kid in this group That's in 93. Yeah. I would say to me, in my opinion, he's, I think, oh boy, this could start fights. I want to be careful here. <laughs> yeah. But I think he is the best singer of them. Sure. Like when I think of ability to sing, yeah, okay not to tone, uh-huh. but just singing ability. He to me like if you listen to that live unplugged album, dude, I love that album. He doesn't love he it. he doesn't miss a landing. That's so good. I mean, it's yeah. incredible his vocal control. So hearing you say that about him at the BG makes a lot of sense dude, to it's me because he's perfection. Because you know Sting is great, but he's not. You're not listening to Sting for his vocal performances. You're listening for his how he sings and what he's singing. But mm-hmm. but you know he's not. In fact, one of my notes is one of the one of the parts. It's always would you go to three? I know exactly oh, what you're nine. gonna say. It's the one weak link it's in this the song. One weak link in the song. <laughs> yeah. It has always been the weakest link of this song. So if you start at like three minutes, just give me that. I love that you thought this dude off. It has always made me think, why didn't they let him do another take of this? <laughs> so it started like three minutes. And if you listen at 311, this is Sting. Well, that's Brian. I love that you were thinking this too, Rob. That makes me so I happy. I my notes. 
This is how he sings in our hands. Right here. It is always since I was a teenager and heard this song. I was always I, before I knew anything about music. I was like, I just feel like maybe he wanted another go with that. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he's scared of it, doesn't it? It's exactly I mean, what it it's like, like. It, and it's and it's weirdly kind of low in the mix. Yeah, it, it just sounds like. I, I hundred percent. I love agree. that you caught that. That is the only you said it perfect. I couldn't say it better. It's always the part of the song. It's the weakest. Like that song is a monster hit. Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. In that moment, I'm always like, oh yeah. It's like in the um, you know, in the Hobbit. There's the dragon that's mm-hmm. terrorizing mm-hmm. the city, mm-hmm. and the one place they can get it, there's a one open spot in the neck that you can hit where there's a scale <laughs> well, that's like dinged up or something. Apart. There's the open neck. That's it. Yeah. It's the one like scale that's displaced that you could shoot an arrow into. <laughs> I love that you think that too. Do you think he thinks I nailed that? I don't know. I mean, that's 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 what like I mean, they've got Mutt Lang behind the yeah. board. Who is who is known, if anything is known about him, it's about his perfectionism. Yeah. That is the number one thing on his rap sheet. So it's like, I wonder if it's a thing where like some tape got erased, uh, you know, and they're like, oh, we got it. We were missing part of the bridge, but we're out of time, like out of time, out of budget. Or he's like, I've got to leave it. Yeah. Got to, yeah exactly, and they're yeah. like, it's 312 like, and we need him to do here, one more harmony. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, yeah. I, that's the weirdest. That's, that's so yeah, funny. I'm, I've always wondered why did they? Why I don't understand. Yeah. Um, I got a thing on the band. You want to talk on, about let's do it. Absolutely. Let's do, it. let's do it. Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. Hey! All right, we're going to talk about who all played and sang on this. Uh, Brian Adams, lead vocals. For all things Brian, go to season three, episode two. We discuss everything I do, I do it for you. Yeah. So there you go. That's all you need. You can go back and listen to all that. Rod Stewart, lead vocals as well. For all things Rod, go to season four, <laughs> episode seven. We discuss Forever Young. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, what a song. Sting, lead vocals and bass. For all things Sting, at Stand By. We got some more Sting coming. But in season two, episode five, we discuss Ten Sumner's Tales, which I just pause here. Ten Summoner's Tales came out in 93, right before yep. this. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this wow. Is, and then I'm wearing the Mercury Falling album. That was the next thing that came out yeah. by Sting. So it goes, Ten Summoner's Tales, this, Mercury Falling. Yes, which is, go, going back to that vocal thing, one second. What I, what I wrote in my notes is, why does that note sound like it was hard for Sting? He was at the height of his yeah. powers right here. Ten Summoner's like, Tales is arguably the biggest Sting. I mean, it's yeah. in the context. It's in the conversation. Yeah. Um, He's, he could, he could, he was bulletproof. Yeah. You know? That's good. He's one of those. Sorry, I'm going to say this really quickly. I realized this about him this week. Singers, um, how do I say this and be careful? I think one of the things that's always hard for me as a listener and as a singer is when I see singers aging. Sure. Which is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's human life, but it's just, you know, always grieve it. Like you go to see somebody. Um, I'm not going to say a name, but one of my favorite artists I went to go see five years ago, and it was the first time I'd seen him sing. And I thought, I can't do this anymore. Like, it's going to ruin how it... And he's still a great singer, but it was just like... It's not the same. Yeah, it's you not asked the me same. about somebody that yes. you've seen, and you've been like, how was yeah. it? And so, so I, Sting, I to me, he's not that. No. Sting's voice... Me and voice, Rob saw him a few years ago, no, and he was fantastic. Because he's not that kind of singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like what we were saying, what I was saying a minute ago. Like, he's he's not going for vibrato and sticking notes. He's he's a vibe when he yeah. sings, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so, he's one of those kind of, to me, I'm going to be 
interested to see how he ages. But so far, it's like I, he's yeah. still. I mean, his new album I was listening to. I'm like, I mean, you sound just as good. Yeah. Like yeah, there's and and this is when he should be. This yeah. is that age where you start to see him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Totally. Well said. Um, on guitar, Dominic Miller, Sting's longtime guitarist, yeah, yeah. wrote Shape of My Heart. Freaking love that song, oh, Shape of My Heart. Gosh. Um, did stuff with Phil Collins, Pretenders, Paul Young. His son, Rufus, now plays guitar alongside him at Sting Show. Oh, my God. Which I think cool. is great. You got father-son on that. Oh, I love that. Um, plays a strat on this and does the rhythm parts. So Dominic's playing a strat here. Um, on lead guitar, Keith Scott, that's Brian Adams' longtime guitarist, plays the solo, oh. the bends. Oh, let's listen to that Can here we, in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's playing a Gretsch, Keith Scott Nashville gold, co- gold top signature. It's perfect. Gold what now? Gold top signature. Yeah, you don't want to Google the other. Do not Google the other. <laughs> that's right. Um, effects. Get this. Effects on this. Just boss pedals and an Ibanez tomb screamer. No the kidding. Solo. It's like, come on. Boss pedals wow. and a tomb screamer. Like that's amazing. It, Everybody like, has that. Ha- like you hear garage band. Half of half the guitar players in Nashville just shed a tear right now and they don't know why. Yeah. They're like, there's so much not transparency in that pedal board. <laughs> that's like, right. That's good. That's awesome. Well said. Can we hit that solo? Can I play yeah, the solo? And while you're doing that, let me tell you one more thing. He's not in the video. Um, and I was like, why don't they show the guitar solo in the video? It's all these cutaways of Rod and Brian and Sting. They're all smiling and all this stuff. And that's because Keith isn't in the video. And Brian Adams said he's the most underrated guitar player ever. Yeah, so I believe that's it. his guitar. That's player, his guitar right? player. Yeah. It's his yeah. guy. Play a little of the Man. solo here. And but then he wasn't on. with him when you saw him. It was just piano. It was just him and a piano player, and it was perfection. All right, here's the solo. Got to hear the note again. Leads right into it. <laughs> DD3. <laughs> there we go. Dang it. Dead Come on. Guys. Yes, can that can a snare be- sound better than that? Oh my gosh. Absolutely not. Um, well, I had him later, but since you talked about him, we'll jump on down. Mickey Curry on drums. He's also Brian Adams' drummer. Oh, okay. I mean, his first three projects that he ever played on were Brian Adams' first three projects. Brian Adams' first project, you want it, you got it. It's kind of a weak album, but from there, it's Cuts Like a Knife and Jeez. Reckless. Wow. I mean, for that to be albums two Canadian and three guy. of your career, I don't know. Mickey Curry. Okay. I don't know. Can you say sounds Canadian? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Uh, but he's on drums, on uh, piano, uh, stuff with Robert Palmer, Bonnie Raitt, Jackson Brown, a guy named Bill Payne. He's on the Pretender album, but not the hit. He doesn't play on the Pretender. Okay. On uh, the Out of Order album with Rod Stewart, which has Forever Young, but he doesn't play Forever Young. So he plays all the non-hits that on scary. huge albums. So I don't know what that no. means. but. That's that's that guy. Um, on keyboards, mainly a composer, Ed Shermer. Hundreds of movies, of most of which I haven't watched because <laughs> they were younger. The, the themes, themes, oh my were, themes were a little a little edgier. Um, oh, like, oh, like right. Species okay. Two, Cruel Intentions, okay. Cement Garden, whatever. But uh, okay. anyway, any, any movie that has Garden in the title, you gotta avoid. So I haven't yeah. seen any of those, but he's apparently pretty big in the in okay. that scene. So that's the band. That's a pretty big. Uh, wow, pretty big crew there, guys. And then Michael Kamen on yeah. string arrangements, uh, arrangements yeah. and and all that. Uh, and know. I didn't talk on him. Because I know Dave's the Michael Kamen guy, yeah. so you probably well, I, 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 he, he is. 
uh, one of the things I like about him, I don't have like all the the deep deep facts about him, but um, one of the things I do like about him, to your point, is he was really an arranger. Like he was yeah. really a string guy, uh, but just on the side as a little side hustle, wrote a couple of tunes. <laughs> you might have heard <laughs> you of. You might have heard of. Uh, All for Love, which obviously we're talking about. Everything I do, I do for you. <laughs> it's probably me uh, by Sting. Oh, Sting's all And good. When You Love Someone, by, which oh, may be my man. favorite Brian Adams that's, song. That's yeah. a good one. Uh, but, I mean, that's a pretty – Yeah. Uh, oh, I write some songs. Yeah. I, Would I, I have I heard dabble. of any of them? I dabble well, in There's it, yeah. probably two of them that are the most, yeah. you know. And I think – did he also write um, – have you ever really loved a woman? Yes, he yeah, also wrote right. that, that's which is a great song. That might be my favorite. Brian. I Adams would, song. I, I will, I will, I will, I will add that to my top two. Brian Adams is like soundtrack run. Day. Let's, I mean, was untouchable. Yeah. Wow. Rob, you know? Robin Hood. It, it's like, you've got three, three uh, mosquitoes, Jennifer Warnes yeah. and, yeah. and Brian Adams. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's, that's but you can, you know, the thing that I think is really it's interesting. If you think about the songs he's written is like the plumb line to me is that they, have a musicality about them that fe- feels very thematic or, 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 or like big cinematic. It, it, cinematic. cinematic. That's what I'm trying to say. That's and good. so I think it's, it's, it's cool when you find those things where you're like, yeah, I could see that he wrote those songs cause they all have some sense of like, they move and they get bigger. True. And the, I mean, that solo at that moment is just massive. Yeah. You know, you can see that. So it's fun to sort of realize that. And it makes me wonder if he was like a ringer, you know, like for these guys on those kind of songs, like, you know what, man, we should bring him in because he's yeah. really good at making stuff feel. Yeah. 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 They're like in Elf. They're like, let's get Miles Finch. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> let's, a, let's get Michael Kamen. Yeah, he comes in with his yes. little book. Yes. He's literally. Literally. Miles yeah. Finch. I love Because those are those guys, too, in writing sessions that are fun because they'll hear what you're doing and they'll go, let me sit down for a second at the piano. And they re harmonize something and go, what if we move like that move that gong, gong, yeah. gong, you know, yeah. those moments you just have to think that's him. Yes. Yeah. Because it, it, another thing I wrote about this is fascinating is how it sort of sits on the four for a long time, but it mm. fools you because it does that walk up and then it goes back to the four. Yeah. So it's a funny way that either they went, we don't know how to get out of this. Cause we land, we end and begin on it. Uh-huh. We end the verse with yeah. it and begin the chorus on it. And he yep. was like, <laughs> let me show you. That's right. Takes a drag. <laughs> He's like, awful. you got came in here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys take a lunch break. That's great. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. But there's some one of the things. That's one of the things I've also loved about this song is it has little musical moments that are really interesting because I can't, as a songwriter, I can't help but thinking they were trying to work themselves out of some jams. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Get stuck and then Got, like, yeah, or just like, how can we make that work? And it's like, oh, this is how we make it work. Yeah. We walk up and come right back to it. You know? Yeah. And that, how disappointing could it have been when they were like, okay, so they're like, Cayman's like, take a break, right? I got this. Come back in 15 minutes. I'll have your, I'll have your segue to the chorus, right? And they're thinking, dude, it's about to be like, and he goes, I got it. You ready? One, two, three. And he's like, and we're back at the forest. So I walked up to good. it from the, yeah. That's good. It's like yeah. that movie, um, what's that Tim Robbins movie, The Hudsucker Proxy? Have you yeah. seen it where he, inv- he invents the hula hoop, but he just keeps showing people a picture of a circle? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he just holds it up to me and goes, you know, for kids. <laughs> like, uh, That's great. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, just, mm, 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 mm. They're like, yeah, you're just establishing the key. What are you, uh, you know, what no, are you doing? No, he's like, no, so listen. Let's, Mm, 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 and he's like, uh, <laughs> voila! Like, they're still sipping on their arms. cokes, like, okay, um, maybe in context it helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's one thing I've really, really always loved about this: um, the way that the bass 
uh, drives in the last half of the second chorus. Okay. So it's it's legato, boom, boom, right? It's yeah. all that. And through the first boom, chorus, boom, oh, yeah. boom, boom, right? And then when they hit that, when there's someone that dun, dun, second chorus, dun. he starts yeah, he driving starts eighth, eighth notes. notes. Yeah. You know the drummer turned to him during that time and was like, yeah. <laughs> They're looking through the window. Like the guy, who's the guy on, on like TikTok and Instagram reels? Uh, oh, help me out. That does the like, this is the Law and Order band in the studio. Uh, Will, the, yeah, 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 yeah. realize how dope something is. And they're all like, ah. Yeah, you know he turned. He's like, yes. <laughs> I feel you, He just man. looked under his sunglasses and winked at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know, another, so here's another funny musical moment to me was, I love the guitar lick at the top. What an iconic, mm. those little Jimmy... Mm. Yes, Jimmy Hendrix bubble. No, yeah. but the thing that makes me laugh the hardest, and here's here's my last contribution. Go to like let's say four fifteen. Okay, okay, and there is a keyboard that sticks out of nowhere at four twenty two, and it may be my new favorite thing in the song. Oh yes, do you know what I'm talking about? I know it's in my notes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. absolutely. Okay, just play this. <laughs> this is the Sting, the instrument oh, equivalent of the Sting oh. thing. Only three part harmony in the song. Right there. All for one. There we are. <laughs> Michael W. Smith, everyone. <laughs> I just thought that's a uh, that's a uh, Ed Shermer getting his bar. Ed in Shermer there. was like, "Oh, I, they're gonna know I'm here. Yeah. They will know I'm here." But I, it's beautiful. It's so we're on a G minor chord there, right? Okay, so it's minutes two minor yeah. E minor. That, that's a classic Brian Adams move to go four minor yeah, towards four the end. Four minor, so. and then that is like a B flat chord over that G minor. Okay, so it really it's spelled the same, but the voicing of it makes it sound like something that kind of is sticks out a little bit. You know, it's like, gives it like an augmented kind of feel. Oh, I love it's it. Melts beautiful. my heart, dude. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, I, I had to sit down and figure out what that was because it sounds more complicated than it really yeah, is. Yeah, but it's really just a B flat chord over that. That's just one of those moments. Like, I just envisioned the studio, and he's got his eyes closed, and he thinks everybody's going to hit it. You know, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, did we decide?" I forgot. And everybody's just looking at him, and he's like, <laughs> and then they get Such in, and take. then and they're looking at Mutt, and he's like, "Guys," and the guy's like, "I'm fired," and he's like. That was one of the coolest parts of any song I've ever done. It's like, oh yeah, no, totally. <clears throat> yeah, I meant to do that all by myself. Like everything Michael did with the one, two, three, you just elevated it. That was awesome. All right, um, I got to stump the genius uh, again for you guys. Okay, let's do a quick let's one. Let's do it. Let's do a quick one. Stump the genius. Stump the genius. Stump the genius. It's time to stump the genius. Jump up and take your part. I take your part. All right, we're gonna play uh, stump the genius. Name these three vocalists. You don't have to name all three. It's a vocal group that are there's this is three vocalists on a song okay, okay. so y'all know who these are i'm feeling pretty confident on this i know okay. you're gonna trios. get number one out the gate okay. trios here we go trios we got i'm gonna, I'm gonna blow somebody really obvious <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's keep that and loop that if you don't mind if that could be my ringtone <laughs> dave's gonna get this one out the gate oh this is easy i feel like I, yeah help us there right. mr barnes it's um oh yeah okay okay i got you yes should we say it together <laughs> from bridesmaids is it was this on bridesmaids understand we got to do this song do you know what i can't think of them because i can think of phillips craig and dean oh that's so funny <laughs> my brain is trying phillips. to grab the name of this band that's and it's so going funny. hey say this yeah. i'm like that's not it phillips, craig, and dean. it's um <laughs> it's wilson, wilson phillips, phillips. Yeah. Wilson phillips yeah. carney and wendy wilson and china brian wilson's daughters okay good job 
one for one, guys. This one may take a little bit. I know of, what this is because I blew it on, on, on you missed it a few on, weeks uh, ago. Yeah. Help them out there, Rob, you know? This is Peter Paul and Mary. This is Magic Peter Dragon. Paul and Mary. Oh, Puff yeah. the Magic Dragon. Okay, good job. Oh, there it is. That's how you know it. And we're puffing. Okay. Here we go. Went with this one. Oh my gosh. The Ouija's. The Ouija's. No, the <laughs> it's actually the Bee Gees. Okay. There's that vibrato. Wow. <laughs> the matching harmony vibrato. That's insane. It's getting wider. Boom. Barry, Robin, and Maurice, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Like, how um, did they get paid for cord? I got cord? a couple of choices <laughs> here. I'm, I'm going to try this one. This one, we're going to play it and see if we get it. Y'all know this one? Oh, yeah. Uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah, Good guess. job. Good job. Hello, Dave, to the party. We'll go with this one. This one's going to be a little tougher. Oh, You're no. You know the song, but you know the other two. Oh, no, I don't. No, I not shoot. That's, that's embarrassing, but I don't. Um, are they? Are they uh, like what? What? Yeah, who are they? Is it on the chorus that the other vocals? No, come in? actually, Stevie doesn't come in until the third part. Yeah, who are these people? This is Jim Gilstrap and Lanny Groves. Uh, they never actually sang together again. Okay. So that's Jim Gilstrap on the first part. Was he just then, like a like a Motown BGV guy? He. Uh, I don't know what he did. And that's Lonnie Groves. I should know more oh. about him. So Stevie doesn't come in for a while. He's just hanging out playing chords. Oh, they're loving chord, life. Dude. The, well, he's playing great chords. Yeah. Good night. And technically, there's an additional backing vocalist, a girl named Gloria Barley, but that ruins the game if I tell you that. So. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, there's Stevie. God, that sounds good in your ears. Doesn't sounds it does. good. Oh, Here's gracious. a bonus one yeah, for you guys. Come on. So. Yeah. I would argue top 10 pop bass lines of all time. Mm. That's in mine for sure. Pretty good. Nope. Y'all know the, uh, do you know the group? Yeah, TLC. 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 Do you know the three members of TLC? Can you get them? Sure, yes. That's uh, uh, T-Boss, Left Eye, Chili. Boom. Get in there. Get in there. There you go. Guys, I'm with some geniuses today. Wow. That's awesome. Well done, guys. Unstompable. Ran the gamut on that. Okay, I have a question. Unstompable. Uh, Dave, this is specifically aimed at you. Let's do this. If you went into the studio to record your own version of All for Love, oh. two-part question, which vocalist are you? <laughs> I was, was going to say, am, am I playing or am I singing the high part? What, what they and, sing? Huh? Yeah, like which part, it can't be which any part are you taking? Parts. Okay, but who, okay, so who's, which personality are you? Which lines are you taking? And who are the other two vocalists? I think I got to do the sting, which is the. I just like that he does the repeats. Uh-huh. You know, and it's yeah. love you, I'll be the man. Yeah, I'm yeah that's good. Um, I like that. I can't do that. That I don't know if I could do the high one every course. Though. Yeah. That's where I'm. You just gotta okay. hit it once, Listen, and then just that gets copy it. There's a Brian Adams live version on his like greatest hits, and he does it down. He goes, we got it all in our hands, like and it's. Uh, uh, but, I'm like he's the best vocalist like, ever just, live, yeah. but that's because he's smart. Yeah, it, but I tell you what's awesome about it though, it's live from Wembley Stadium. Shut oh. up! And when he hits the chorus, he doesn't sing. Oh, he goes, he's gang vocals. Yeah, just holds the mic out. Boom! Okay. All of Wembley Stadium. Oh, it's amazing. It's oh, that's it's great. Awesome. Yeah. That's great, dude. Yeah, I need to what hear that. What an iconic moment. Okay, so that's a great question yeah. for for Davidicus Silo. Who's your Who's your other duo accompanying you? Okay, a lot of pressure, and we don't have to air this part if we no, need no, to. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, the trick here is I'm thinking of people, but I'm I'm trying to actually stay. <laughs> I'm trying to actually stay in the same vocal timbre. Yeah, yeah, as me. And so I would say this is going to be 
oh, I like this already. So I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> Me, <laughs> Paul Carrick. Okay. Oh, oh, there we go. Um, gosh. Oh, you know, uh, this is all I can think of. And I can't sing as well as either one of those, but um, Foy Vance. Oh, wow. For just okay. the... Uh, who would be the other one I'm not thinking of? Who would be that? Should we guess his... Who would be like the kind of husky the, white dude voice? Um, Rick Astley. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, dude. It's a hit now. It's, I'll be a man of... He's going to lean into Rick that Astley. sting line like you don't even know. Yeah, yeah. With, he would just try and sneak in like, when it's love you give, never going to give you Did somebody say give? Don't say give around Rick. It triggers him. Rector covers that now every time. And oh, that's it's, right. And it's yeah. awesome. It's cool. So. God, I'm going to have to actually think about that's that. Good. When you text us the third, okay. yeah, we'll, and we'll okay. drop it in later. Okay. <laughs> I feel really good about the first two, though. Yeah, solid. Me and old, uh, you and Paul, me and old PC. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. My other question on this is, um, how many hooks do you think they tried before they landed on all for one and all for love? Well, do you think I, that was like first out the gate or they were like, okay, listen, Well, we know it's going to be for the three Musketeers, three movie, Musketeers. but here's my take. It's, I prefer the Ernest goes to camp <laughs> me for you and you for me. Oh, wow. Uh, over. I'm just, that's a, oh, listen to gosh. our tweener episode on <laughs> Ernest goes to camp. And you for me. Just <laughs> quite <laughs> <laughs> land the same. Oh god. Anyway, when they were like, but you know, you know, when somebody said it out loud, they were like, "Shut it down. That's it." Yeah, that's you it. Know? Yeah, that's we're it. not. No, no, sting. Yeah. Or, no, no, Brian. We're that's it. We're okay. done now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Can stop. Stop thinking about it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that that was such a universal hit. I mean, I knew I knew it yeah, was a right. hit, but I was totally ready for you to tell me it was like it number ten in most yeah, country, but it was countries because it was a soundtrack song. Massive. Just massive. I, because think, for a movie that did nothing. Do you think Kiefer Sutherland sings it when he's walking around? Oh, you my think God. He's no, I'll tell you exactly when I think he sings it, but it, we're a family-friendly podcast, hey, so I'll probably okay. You know, but, you know, because that movie, well, to your point, the movie wasn't, it wasn't as, as ubiquitous no, as the song was. So I, in that song, to me... He's the only one I remember from the movie. And it I, had a great cast, dude. I, it's Kiefer Sutherland, Charlie Sheen, okay. Tim Curry, he, Oliver what? Platt, okay. um, oh, wow. and Chris Donaldson. Chris, okay. Chris O'Donnell. Donald, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think and, I only um, remember Kiefer because he's right in the front. Um, and I forget who the lady was in it. Rebecca DeMornay, I think. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's like, it, 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 but I think the re, it's, it's got to be on the chart for songs that were that big that aren't really in recurrent. Like, I just don't hear that song. It's much. not on the it's radio true. much now. But, but, but for it to have, that, I think that's why I always think of that song and I'm like, oh, that was just a song that should have been a hit that never was. Mm. But it's weird because, like, you think, I would imagine any song that had that much of a worldwide would be, would have still, stay, you'd would hear have once a week power. on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I, just, I just you now don't have, hear it I'm much. like, yeah, I get excited if I hear I'm like, man, I hadn't heard that, heard that song in forever. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm so glad that's on right now. That's true. It's a good, good point. I, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, it's like, it's almost like it, it was. It was too good for us to be able to hold on to forever. As well, a I, I will say this: I think if it has a problem, it's almost too on the nose of a soundtrack song. Mm. Like, all oh, for it's a little too sincere. Yeah. True, and it's I, just a regular song out of yeah. context. Fist yeah, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, you can't. No, it's it's a little too like all oh, for love. One for you know. It's mm. a little. I think if it wasn't that, maybe, but. I do. I could see how people are like, no, it was a hit. We let it run its run, but like, yeah, man, we can't go out. back there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's two. Uh, okay. There's one song that gives me the same thing 
okay. that this that this song does. Okay. Now, if this song gives this to me at a ten, is it "Love Never this, Lies" from McGee and Me soundtrack? Oh <laughs> absolutely, <God>. yes. <laughs> Just ask this. It. <laughs> this song gives it to me at a nine and a half. Okay. okay. If if all for love is a ten, this is a nine point whatever it is. This song does to okay. me. This song gives it to me at a nine and a half. Are we gonna know it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Oh yeah. Journey. Right? When you love a woman, dude. The guitar solo at the end. This song is an yeah. E flat. Beautiful melodic guitar solo. Big cinematic <laughs> feel. You know what I mean? Incredible sound. Dr- dude, drum sounding. I love this you know? song. In my mind. Steve Perry with hair down to his knees. From the yeah. Trial by Fire Being album. Crystal Gale. The song that this was the album that when Perry came back. Yep. Came back and did this. Yeah. Song's wonderful. I mean, let's hit this. You know my journey of feel, love. That's a great comparison. It's great. Right? It kind of gives me that same. Yeah, it's good. Is this still kind of journey as we know them? Like Steve Smith? Yeah. Every, it's still the band. Uh, it's a, a Jonathan Cain's on Neil keyboard. Neil Sean, Jonathan Cain. Neil Sean. And uh, is it uh, Ross Valerie's Ross, on, He's Ross back Val? on yeah, bass okay. on this. Mm-hmm. If I can't believe it's yeah, play the solo at the end. Yeah, dude. I used to play this solo over, like, learn it, play it over and over and over. So it does this nice little like tasty thing, and then they play the string arrangement. This, that's your Michael Kamen type moment, right? I looked it up just in case, like hey, it was yeah. the same production team or whatever. It's not. But you get this this. <laughs> Steve Perry, man. Mm. And Neil Sean coming in hot. Talk about bands. Dude, yeah, come on. Yeah. This is so yeah. that's an and I feel like that actually probably gets more airplay than all for love. I still hear that one yeah. occasionally Every now and then. on oh, the yeah. radio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gentlemen, this has been a blast as I knew it would. I was so excited to do this episode with y'all. Uh, Dave, thank you as always for hanging out. People listening, make sure you are subscribed right now to Dave's Five Hot Takes and to Dadville. Make sure you're streaming Dave's Christmas album, even though at this point it's whatever time of the year this is releasing, and I don't even know. It's not, <laughs> not hey, Christmas March. at all. Uh, and no in Paris and all the things. The Just, comedy stuff. Go back and listen to yeah. the comedy Go stream stuff. Dave's <laughs> We're already laughing right now at yeah. the comedy stuff. Thank you, as always, for being with us. Uh, uh, this was this was amazing. So we will be back as season nine continues to roll along on the Great Song Podcast next week with another great song. Until then, I'm Rob. I am JP. Go listen to some music.